Hello, there is Gareth in and welcome to this episode of the podcast. I hope you are well. So it's Monday, the 22nd of May, 2023, and it's about uh, 25 past seven in the morning as I'm recording this. And today we're going to be talking about starting and finishing jobs or starting and finishing things, probably the better way to put it. Because I'm, I'm sharing this podcast today because I have to say there was a time in my life when I was notoriously bad at starting something. You know, I'd put things off, put things off, put things off. Okay, so that's one thing I'm going to talk about today. The other thing I was notoriously bad at was starting something but not finishing it. So we start in a job but never get to the completion of it. And I say a job because you could just start a thing. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's a project you're on, whether it's something you're doing for work, whether it's something in your house personally, you know, it doesn't matter. But there's two elements to this. There's people who struggle to start. There's people who struggle to finish. And there's some people like I was, which struggle to sometimes start. And when we do start, sometimes struggle to finish. Now, I say I used to be like, because I'm not like that anymore. My attitude towards taking on tasks has changed. What I have learned, and I've been doing this for a while now, so that's why I'm comfortable to share it on this podcast, because it's not something I've just done once, that, oh, I'm a, I've done it, I'm a hero. No, I've proven that I've gone from somebody who was poor at starting sometimes, or poor at finishing, into somebody now that starts and finishes like clockwork. Okay? And the reason I wanted to do it today was, over the weekend, a prime example of the kind of jobs I used to put off or not finish came up. And I thought it'd be a good way to, to use that experience this weekend and it's something fairly innocuous it's not something that's related to anything that you won't understand because right now if you're if you own a house I guarantee well I'll be a bit more kind of clear if you own a house with a garden I guarantee what I'm going to talk about you'll have done this would be something that you will do in your house or around your house on a regular basis if you have a garden and I'm going to use that as an example of how my attitude towards starting and finishing jobs changed and how I was able to use that attitude this weekend to cut my grass and trim my hedges. Okay, so we're going to talk about cutting grass and trimming hedges, all right? But there's a purpose for this because I want to try to explain to you some of the things that I think we, we can struggle with or people do struggle with who are not good starters and not good finishers. Okay, so Saturday. It was the first... Saturday, I've been at home for some time when the weather's been great. We've been away walking a couple of weekends. We've had some nice weather. But the weather's starting to really change in the UK now. And it's getting, there's a bit more rain about, but there's also a lot more sun and it's warmer. Which means if you own a garden in the UK right now, this time of year is where everything starts to explode. You know, the hedges go wild. If you have hedges, your grass needs cutting more regularly. And these were a couple of tasks that I never really enjoyed. I never liked cutting my grass. I never liked cutting my hedges. And... I realised it was an issue because Sue, my partner, you know, she takes on other bits of the garden. She like looks after the, the rockery and does a bit of weeding. So she used to leave me with these tasks and sometimes she'd have to kind of chevy me on a bit and say, come on, Gareth, what are you doing? You know, edges need cutting and they're a disgrace. Well, I was aware that the hedges had grown quite dramatically in the last fortnight. So I knew they needed doing it at some point. And what I agreed with myself is I agreed that I would do the edges the next time the weather was right. Now, I made that agreement to myself when it was raining outside. And this is, I think, the reason some people don't start jobs or don't start tasks or don't start projects. They look at a project and they may not be 100% that bothered about doing it. So they make a decision with themselves, they'll do it at some point in the future. That way, you've ticked a box and you're going to do it, but you put it a little far away so it's, it's comfortably far enough away not to bother you right now. So... I'd made that decision. So this morning was the first opportunity. I thought, yeah, the weather's good. It's going to be dry. It's going to be hot. Opportunity. 
So when I woke up this morning, I didn't feel 100% right. I wasn't, I could, I could have very easily been talked out of doing the garden. If Sue had suggested we're off into Leeds to do some shopping or going to do something else, I would have done it. So what I started to do, and this is the first thing that I want to give you as a, an idea or a potential solution if you struggle to start things. I believe how you start anything is how it goes, okay? How you start it is how it continues. So for me, the important thing this morning was that I started the day doing some form of activity. It's Saturday morning, I had a little bit of lie-in, I think I woke up about 7 o'clock, which is a little bit late for me, and I thought, right, how do I, I'm not 100% into doing this today, I know what he's doing, how do I get myself motivated? So what I start doing is I take on little tasks, little things to start with, so starting and finishing something smaller. So I went and made some coffee, sounds silly, but it would enough, because it got me to go downstairs, get the coffee put on, while I'm downstairs, did a little bit of tinkering in the kitchen, put a few pots and pans away, and I've started this move, momentum. I'm starting to do something. Okay, great. Then I realised if I could get myself outside, that'd be the next step. So I made a decision. I thought, right, well, you know, you're not walking today because you're at home. So I had to work this evening, you know, th that evening. And I thought, right, I'm going to go to the gym. So I got my gear on, went to the gym. I've talked about this in a previous episode. I've I've started to enjoy going to the gym a lot more. So I thought, yeah, I'll go to the gym. So getting out, walking to the gym, lifting some weights, pumping some blood through my body, feeling good. This was me saying to myself, right, this is a Saturday. Today I intend to be active. I've got lots to do and I'm going to make myself busy. So making the coffee, tidying the pots up, going to the gym. This got me in this doing something mode. All of a sudden then when I come back, I'm awake. I feel good because I've been to the gym. So then all of a sudden the job that I could have easily put off, then yeah, I'm, I'm, and then I felt up for it. So that's a way to start a job. What I would suggest is if you struggle to start things and you've got something coming up that you're not that bothered about doing, start to be more busy around it. Start to busy yourself a little bit with other little tasks. They may not actually be relevant to the task you're taking on. They might have anything to do with it, but just getting yourself into that mindset that I'm going to take some action, I'm going to do something. And once you get into a doing mode, then everything becomes easy that day. And how you start your day, like I say, if you start your day in a way where you're doing something, you're active, then the rest of the day will go that way. Now, if I'd have chosen this morning just to lounge about in bed for another hour or so and kind of get into sort of doing something which wasn't doing anything, so I just kind of sat around, maybe listened to some music, whatever it might be, then all of a sudden I've not got that momentum and it would have been harder. But because I started the day that way, the day went that way. So this doesn't, this isn't just about weekends, cutting your grass, doing your edges. No, this is about anything you're doing. If you start your day with some activity, you're going to be on it before the day really starts. That's why I'm a big believer in getting outside in the morning for 20 minutes. No matter how tired I am on a morning, no matter how I feel on a morning, you know, I can feel sluggish and slow, but I get outside for 20 minutes, go to the gym, do a bit of running, whatever it might be, and all of a sudden I'm feeling completely different when I come back. I'm kind of, it's almost like me, me fire's being lit, you know what I mean? So that's your first tip. If you struggle to start, start by doing something small. Just pick the little task first, but get in the habit of doing something, okay? So, the other thing when you're doing a job when people struggle to finish is this. When you start a job, always commit that you're going to finish it in the time you've agreed. Don't put things off. Don't leave it till later. I don't know what it was like for you lot growing up, but I know I grew up with a, I had a sister, I was Sarah, and me and our Sarah used to have these jobs where we'd have to, like, after meals, we didn't have the luxury of a dishwasher when we were very young, so we had to wash the pots up. So she'd wash, I'd dry. And I always just like to talk it into washing because I had this bit of a habit of letting my sister wash up and then putting it on draining board and letting it dry, thinking I'll just put it away when it's dry. But then it's all streaking horrible. So 
when you've got these things to do, it's not so much the, you've got to complete the job. So what I started to do with jobs I do now is I make sure I complete them. Not like when I was younger, leaving the pots to dry and kind of putting it off till later. No, I'll just, I make sure when I start a job, I finish it. Now, when you're taking on a task like I was taking on the, the weekend, you know, there's a completion is the hedges are cut, the grass is cut, there's places swept up, it's looking beautiful, that's completion of the job. Any bit before that point of it looking like that is not completion. So if I'd not done the sweeping up, if I'd, um, you know, not emptied all the grass cuttings out of the the the, uh, the lawnmower, all those things, all those things would have not been completed. So the first thing to be clear about is what does it look like to complete that job? What does completion look like? And how long will it take? So I was away today, probably going to take me a couple of hours, maybe three. So... Once you know how long it's going to take and what completion looks like, you've got some points of reference. You need those points of reference because when you tend to take a job on, what happens is you set off, you know, I'm doing it, and then every job gets hard. I don't care what it is. Every task gets difficult. So for me this weekend, it got difficult when all of a sudden I've trimmed the, I've trimmed the sort of sides, but the, the hedges are very high at one point. They're not massively high, but there's like a, they're like on a wall. It's hard to explain. All I'll say is our garden is on like a level. It comes down in kind of um, little different platforms. So you start off and you kind of come down some steps. So when you get to the bottom where the house door is, the hedge next to us there is on a wall, which is already three foot high and it's six foot on top of that. So it's a nine foot high hedge. So it means I've got to get the ladders out. I've got to go and do all that. So I always start off by trimming down the side first. So I get the side right, then I go across the top. But as soon as you've gone down the side, you've you, everywhere's covered with these hedge clippings, everywhere. So you've got all these hedge clippings there. Then you have to get the the ladders out, and then you do the top bit. And before you know it, all you can see is this massive amount of waste, all these hedge trimmings that need picking up, sweeping up, and putting into the, the gardening waste bin. And that's generally what I'll class as halfway point. And it's at that point, then, in a lot of jobs, as heads can dip, and we can think, oh, I don't want to finish this now. That's what happens with jobs. Now, when you've got a garden and when you've got something like Sue would kick off if I didn't clean these edges up, I'm kind of motivated through a little bit of kind of fear of being shouted at to keep going. But in a lot of other jobs you do, especially things in your career, you get to halfway point, it looks like there's still too much to do. You can be slightly overwhelmed and that's when we have a tendency to put that job in a cupboard somewhere because it's not obvious. You know, leaving grass cuttings and leaving trimmings of of edge, they're obvious. People are going to pick that up. But if you've not finished a job and you kind of leave it on your computer, no one really sees that, do they? So halfway point is always a very critical moment. So what I do at the half point of halfway point of any job, I sit down and I take a break. I look at it like a sports game. You know, if you watch a football match or a rugby match or whatever football match, whatever whatever match you watch, there's always some point where the players have a break. They have a half time break. And that's a chance for them to recoup. It's a chance for them to maybe, you know, just let themselves calm down a bit and prepare themselves for the second half. And that's exactly what I do with any job I take on now. Whatever length of time it is, if it's four hours, I do it, or eight hours, I do it after four, four hours after two. In this case, this job, halfway point was about an hour, an hour and 10 minutes when I'd done all the trimming. Then the next bit of the job, the second half, was about clearing the, the space up. So if you take a break... Just sit down, take 10, 15 minutes and say, right, I'm going to have a bit of a rest now. It was warm, so I got myself a, a glass of water and some ice and we sat outside, me and sort of chit-chat. Lovely. Then all of a sudden we get a chance to regroup, regroup, <laughs> regroup and go again. Then we set the target of the second half. Right, I know what it looks like for completion. I know where I'm at, so I know what it has to look like. And then you get on with that. 
And making that commitment to myself over the last few years to know how long the job's going to take, know what it looks like on completion, having a break at halftime has allowed me to do more and more starting and finishing of jobs rather than starting and not finishing or not starting at all. And the way I now start, I've explained to you already, is I do something to kind of get myself going, almost like a limber up, if you like. I do it when I'm doing these podcasts sometimes. I always, when I'm recording them, if I'm feeling a bit like I need warming up, I'll just put the microphone on and actually start talking nonsense to me. I should actually put some of them up sometimes because sometimes I talk some really some really weird stuff. But I get myself going. I get the microphone going. So there's always a couple of takes of these podcasts. You know, the first one generally tends to be a bit of a play, a little bit of messing about. Second one's a bit more serious. And then it's normally my third take when I'm doing a podcast. It's the one that ends up getting uploaded. Because why? I've warmed myself up. I've got into it. So once you get into a flow, then you see, once I'd done the hedges, the grass became easy, then I thought, oh, I'm going to clean my shed out. So before you know it, you've created momentum, you've got some kind of motivation. And it's surprising how many little jobs you can fit in because you've got in the habit, you've got yourself going. So if you're struggling to start something, warm yourself up first, do something that gets you into that flow. If you're not good at finishing, decide on a halfway point. At halfway point, stop, have a rest, have a break. If this is something you're doing that's work-related, maybe it's you know, turn your computer off or put something on YouTube, watch a bit of a video for, for 10 minutes or get away from your computer completely for five or 10 minutes. Just allow yourself to relax, chill out a little bit, then go back and kick on with the second half. So by breaking it into two halves, that's more manageable on your head. And what I would say is on longer jobs, if it's a much longer job, so, you know, four hours, half times two hours. If you're doing a job that's probably eight hours long, maybe you want two breaks, maybe one after two or two hours, then one after four, maybe after six what I'm saying is don't allow yourself to get to a stage where you're feeling overwhelmed and it's too much. Just have a break. And make sure you agree the break's only for a maximum of 10 minutes because before you know it, if you're not careful, especially when you're doing physical exercise like I was doing today, like the hedges, you can start to stiffen up and you start to ache a little bit and you think, oh, now it's harder to get going. Um, uh, this is something I often tell people, especially when they're asking me about walking. You know, what's what's your big advice? We we walking. How do you walk long ways? I tell them I don't I don't stop. I don't stop for more than five ten minutes. I don't sit down and have an hour in a walk. You know, for lunch, you stiffen up, you get achy, and you don't want to go again. So it's the same when you're doing anything like that. So just take a short break. Is what I'm saying. You don't need to be doing a break for you know thirty forty minutes. No, just five to ten minutes. Reset. Go again. That helped me those two things warming up before and doing something to get into the flow of doing and taking a halfway point break allowed me to be something now or any job I take on I will finish it really is as simple as that it's not complicated and it's something that when I'd when I'd got in when I understood this properly I started to um uh, what's the word I'm looking for when I started to deploy it in the jobs I were doing whether they were work related in the house wherever everything gets done and I've become more I've become more capable now of taking on bigger jobs because they don't fear me anymore. I don't fear, oh, I should have done that. I always realise at the end of it, the beauty of any job you finish, there's a sense of satisfaction. And no more so than when you do your hedges and your grass. Because all of a sudden, from your garden being a bit of a jungle, you know, two and a half, three hours earlier, all of a sudden now it's beautiful. Edges look great. Grass looks great. We sat in it this afternoon just before, or sorry, on Saturday afternoon just before Sue went out to work. And we thought, wow, look at that. It looks great. And yes, it was a bit backbreaking. Yes, it was difficult, a bit sweaty. And I had, 
you know, leaves and bits of feathers and stuff in the air. But it was a great sense of satisfaction. So always remember, when you keep going, you push on through halfway point, it can always look really, really difficult because it's like the Messi's point. But once you've got through that and you get through it and it's finished, there's always a sense of satisfaction completing a job. And you should always, in my opinion, when you finish any job, give yourself a little treat. Give yourself a little bit of a celebration, whether that's, in my case, I might, you know, when I've done a job work related, I might play my guitar for 10 minutes. If it's still with the house, I'll sit down, have a drink of water, maybe a, a bit of fruit. You know, it's just something to say, yeah, well done, you've done a good job. Pat yourself on back a little bit. Because you get used to that feeling. And when you get used to doing something, accomplishing it, and giving yourself kudos for it, do you know, you'll start to realise you're in a flow then of, I start jobs, I finish jobs, and I know I'm, I'm, and I'm pleased myself for doing it. It will encourage you to do more jobs from start to finish without not starting at all because they're too difficult, in your opinion, or you get halfway through and then quit because you just, you know, you lose motivation. So give them two tips to go. Get get sort of doing something first, half time, whatever it is, have a break. If it's a big, long job, more breaks might be required, but it's a really simple way of, of, I think, becoming more effective at starting and finishing. So if you are somebody who does struggle with that, starting or finishing, you know, hopefully this will help you. And if you don't, but you know somebody who does, maybe share this little tip with them because I'm fairly certain if you take it on you and, and you are struggling with starting and finishing, I think it'll make a noticeable difference and you'll uh, you'll thank me for it. Right, there you go. I will see you next week for another podcast or later on this week if I, I'm in the mood. Um, but until then, thanks for listening and take care.